joining us at our ADHD Prize. It really is my pleasure to share our journey with you. I'm going to give you a brief introduction and then we'll spill the beans. My husband and I have an eight-year-old son who was diagnosed with ADHD at the age of three years old. He was also diagnosed with social communication disorder. So let's dive on in and let me tell you my journey. Once again, I'm Jennifer Gonzalez. I'm married to Moises, and Benjamin is our son. Benjamin was born in 2009, but let me rewind. I'm from the Midwest, kind of grew up there in the East Coast. I moved to Chicago to go to art school the day after 9-11. My husband moved in October of 98. He moved from Mexico City directly to Chicago. Fast forward. 2009, Benson was born at 36 weeks, uh, because I was sick with preeclampsia. He was healthy when he was born, but cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. I'm sure some of you can relate. I was unable to nurse because I was so sick during pregnancy, post-pregnancy, and kind of his first several weeks um, due to the medications I was put on and the preeclampsia. So Benjamin was primarily fed with formula. Uh, the doctors asked us to switch to soy formula um, in hopes that that would help him. Nothing really helped. He cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. Up until about the time of 12 months, um, he cried. So then once we were able to start giving him food and cereal and producing more solids, then he was actually able to um, get full, not have a bellyache, and he stopped crying mental delays and we just want to look at that right away. So he was immediately tested through early intervention, uh, which is something the government offers uh, for free. And now I don't know uh, with changes in funding what all is offered. And I know it's called different things uh, depending on what state you live in. So through early intervention, uh, by the 18 months, he was given a, um, an OT an occupational therapist, a speech therapist, and there was someone else that would come to the house. I'm not sure. She sat with him in his high chair, and they worked on developing some of his fine motor skills and just checking out his hand-eye coordination. He was a little bit slower when it came to some of those things. So as the time went on, um, we had EI up until he was three years old, so nearly a year and a half. And Right before he was getting ready to age out of uh, EI, he had a behavioral therapist come to our house twice a week. Um, so he had care a total of four days a week. And really part of it was for respite. Um, he didn't have a break. He was extremely hyper. Um, he wouldn't sleep. He was still delayed um, developmentally, still delayed in speech. So it's hard for him to communicate, we kind of potty train, those kind of goes on. The behavioral therapist said, you know, we'll get you into the school district, we'll get an IEP written, and he should be able to start school at three years old, which is a year early to preschool, if you have an IEP. We will also try to get you into the children's hospital so you can start seeing a psychologist right at three. Uh, we really didn't know what to do, and you know, she explained, you know, his, it looks like he has very obvious signs of ADHD. He's very hyper. He would sit on top of the refrigerator. He would run on to the middle of traffic. He ate light bulbs. He ate batteries. He, you know, 
everything you could think of we went through. We were ostracized in our community, we just were kicked out of libraries, we were made fun of at medical facilities and the post office. Um, I, I didn't even want to leave the house with him. I was, I knew it was going to end in a negative way, whether he was throwing a tantrum, I was so upset um, because I, I could never really enjoy anything. Um, so we, we kind of had an idea that he might have had a little and um, our behavioral therapist gave us lots of information, not only on that, and um, other things. She had a beatitude child, beatitude brain, or I think baby, something. Um, had us reading all these books, trying to get a better understanding of what could be going on, because of processing disorder, all kinds of things. So Benjamin was three years old, started preschool. Um, he was not potty trained. Um, he also started seeing a psychologist. And um, she was wonderful. She sat down, she talked to us, she didn't judge. Um, she gave us a time to really just talk and be ourselves. About 10 months later, um, she started with an appointment to see the psychiatrist. And so again, we were quite off-put about using medications, especially our child was so young that we also, he couldn't function, we couldn't function, you know, our lives were quite miserable, and, um, I mean, we didn't even know what to do with ourselves. So, when we met with the psychiatrist, um, she took a little time to get to know us, she followed up with all the physical exams, EKG, everything, blood pressure, weight, height, met with a nutritionist to make sure that he was getting enough uh, to eat every day. Uh, Benjamin has nearly been underweight his whole life. So the idea of putting it on the stimulant was kind of scary to her because that can curb your appetite. So she gave him, she prescribed him a short burst Ritalin and asked him to come back and see her um, a week later. And she explained that the insurance uh, would take maybe a day or two to approve that prescription because he was under the age of six and insurance carriers don't like to fill um, those prescriptions or pay for those. So she had to get an exception. And I will say, my husband was still, we were, we were both still apprehensive about it. Um, him more so than me. I just needed a least a break. Just some little break. Um, and we know it's a difference immediately. Not with everything. It wasn't like life was wonderful. We just could breathe. He actually started sleeping. When he was going when he was going to EI for his two year old, I wanna say, age, he wouldn't sleep. He wouldn't sleep in his crib. It was like a musical bed. Wherever he would land, that's where he would go to sleep. So we were going to sleep withdrawal and all this, and then we noticed that he started sleeping. We noticed that we could actually get him to eat outside of his car seat, because before, the only time we could actually feed him a meal was in his car seat. We noticed that he could legibly say a few more words. We could actually start to understand what he was saying to us. He could actually stop and look at us. So. 
some people, you know, have judged us, looked at us cross-eyed, saying, oh my goodness, I can't believe you medicate your child, let alone at such a young age. Um, but I will say it's not a magic pill. We go with counseling, we've gone to occupational therapists, speech therapists, oppositional defiant disorder parenting groups, uh, social interaction groups. We are trying new things with him now, um, which we will get into that later. I read books, I connect with Facebook groups, I speak to other parents. Uh, it's not a magic pill. It's just something in this moment that is helping our family. So what I'm really looking forward to through this journey is sharing a little more about our story, uh, what our daily life is, what we struggle with, our victories, and most importantly, what are our failures? I feel like we fail more often than we succeed. I want to share our story as to why we moved cross country for him. Um, it was quite controversial in my family, but I really think um, it saved it saved our lives or revolutionized us. I'm not sure what the best way to explain it is, but this year has really transformed him and our personal lives. I'm also going to be interviewing other parents, you know, not just parents with children with ADHD or um, adult children or siblings, um, you know, children that are, have gone through other things as well because I know we can all relate to them. I will also be interviewing medical professionals. Um, this is what I'm really the most excited about because um, I found in our transition from Chicago to Las Vegas that healthcare is not the same. and I. I feel today a little bit alone in terms of medical care in comparison to what we were receiving in Chicago. So if I'm feeling that way, I'm sure others are feeling that way as well. So I'm really excited. I've got a few um, doctors and other medical professionals um, scheduled to speak with us as well. Coaches. Coaches have been a huge thing. Um, coaches are huge role models. They're mentors. They also need to understand these children. And I also will tell our story of how we were ostracized from a soccer team by the coach this summer. Um, it's been a tough situation. It's even hard for me to talk about it even at this point. But I will be talking with other athletic coaches and trainers. Um, we'll talk about what we can be doing for them for their physical body. And other people in the community. I will be teaching speaking with people that specialize in helping others with IEPs. Uh, nutrition. Nutrition is huge. What it's like to get uh, a massage. How can that help us? How do essential oils help us? How does our environment help or hurt us? Not just our, our environment in our home, but also outside. What we're putting on our bodies as well as putting in our bodies. Besides interviewing these wonderful people in our community and other parents. One of my biggest goals is to shed some light on what it's like to be different. It doesn't matter if it's ADHD or autism or anxiety or a different skin color. Let's make different the norm. If we were not different from each other, this world wouldn't be so great Maybe we wouldn't believe the world is round. Maybe we wouldn't believe in gravity. 
I hope that we can all begin to feel normal and accepted, tolerated, and never feel ostracized.